Hey, y'all missed it. You sound good. You sound good until you stop Hey, yeah, tune in the builder say, hey. I said the tune in the builder say, hey. When she start in the builder say, hey, hey, hey. What is this dance you're doing? Hey. You know what, man? Welcome to the Push Star Podcast. My name is Toonsif. Your name is what? <laughs> My name is Toonsif. What? <laughs> hey, man. Who, who, here. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, are we gonna intro- Are you gonna introduce yourself to the people? <laughs> it's your girl Sierra Danielle. It's okay. your boy Famous Phillips. And, and again, we're here live, indirect, on a beautiful rainy day. Uh, it's beautiful because we are all black, blessed, and highly favored out here in the streets. And um, I just want to cut right to it, man. How was everybody's weekend? It was good. It was okay. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Went to the went to the lake again. Mm-hmm. I'll be at the lake. I wasn't able to. I hated. It. I missed that that thing. But I had so much stuff to do. Yeah, we had party. a good old. We had a good old time down at the I lake. Saw him. Yeah, had a good old time down. Uh, you know, the good thing is we didn't have no mistakes down by the lake. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's a good thing that that didn't happen. I mean, but, how uh, can you be so sure? I mean, yeah. Because everybody on our boat was, was there <laughs> from start hey. to finish. Hey, man, listen, I want to shout out Cal. I want to shout out Ethan. I want to shout out Jay. I want to shout out Livy. I want to shout out Stas. I want to shout out Tar. I want to shout out Jada. I want to shout out Naja. And there is one more person I'm missing. Um, what's her name, Calvin? Uh, forgive me. Uh, uh, Aunt Anna? No, Sarah. Nastasia? No, her friend. Oh, um, damn. Yeah. Naya, hey, Naya, 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 Naya. Shout out to Naya. My bad, Naya. Shout out to you. Uh, we had a great time. Good old Lake Norman. The weather held up for us very, very well. And um, I think it was just an overall good time, man. So if you have not had the chance to go out on a lake, I know there's been a lot of uh, sad, tragic events that have happened on the lake in 2020. But if you have the opportunity, man, go get go get yourself on a boat, man. Just be safe. Um, outside of that, it was very eventful with what we had going on. I don't know from a pop culture related standpoint if there was much. Uh, we do have a prominent music release that came out this week. Tamane Robbins. Yeah, shout out to Tamane. Let's go ahead and clap it up for Tamane one time. Clap, clap it up. up, clap it up. It's a really dope project. My favorite song right now would have to be um, Disconnected because it's it, Disconnected reminds me of Save Me from Don't Trip Does More For You. But yeah. I really like Disconnected and I really like Christian Dior flow. Yeah. Those are my That's two favorites right. right now. Um... Am, first off, am I coming in as a lag to you guys? Or do no. y'all hear me? I'm not. Okay, cool, cool. Um, first and foremost, give the name of the project, Sierra or Calvin. It's called Thanks in Advance. <clears throat> Thanks in Advance. And I'm going to assume that this is something that you can stream on all the DSPs. Uh, so that would be Apple Music, Spotify, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of that. So shout out to Tamane. He's a, uh, a good friend of the show, has been on the show in the past. Uh, can y- somebody shout out his social? At Tamane Robbins. Pretty at simple. Tamane. Yeah, at Tamane Robbins. So if you listen or if you're looking to listen to some good music, man, definitely check out Thanks in Advance, the EP. 
super dope project uh i don't think that there was any other big drops now on the day that we released this podcast one of the biggest records of 2020 will drop with meg and cardi i want predictions on how you think this will sound this song finna be nasty as hell think it's gonna be nasty yeah okay think it's gonna be nasty calvin i think i think it might be a a nice little summer bop um you know what i think this I, I, you know what? I think this is going to be far from nasty. I actually think this is going to be far. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Everybody keeps saying that, but I don't, I yeah. mean, I don't really have any expectations. I think it's going to be a good song, though. I will yeah. say that. I think Meg is going to smoke Cardi's boot sack. All right. I think she's going to smoke her because, you know, what? her boot sack. I think that's what's going to happen. I think what's going to happen is Meg is going to come on this record. Uh, I am going to, this is not something that is new. I'm going to make that assumption. This is something that they have had in the bag for quite some time. This is going to be before she got shot in the foot and all of that. So I definitely think that this is something that uh, Meg is going to skate on. And the song is called WAP, W-A-P. And I saw a suggestion that that means that the song is going to be named Wet Ass Pussy. So excuse my French. Uh, But that is what somebody has Set down the pipeline as what the name of this song is, but I still don't think I don't think it. I think it's gonna be a bop in the sense that it'll be a good song, but I don't think it'll be a bop in the sense of it'll be something that's played in the club. I just I, I think they're gonna be left field with this one. I don't think it's gonna be nah. I think name. it's gonna be like I don't think it's gonna be like a I don't think it's gonna be like a like a slapper like a bang. I think it's gonna slap, but it's gonna slap the same way. Fucking do not disturb by Drake. <laughs> it slapped. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's going to be one of them right now. But shout out to Cardi. Shout out to Meg. We cannot wait to hear it. Uh, We'll definitely review that when we get back. Um, Real quick, uh, the NBA bubble restart. I'm currently having the game on right now. The Lakers are currently down to the OKC Thunder. Uh, First thoughts and impressions here. I know you may not have seen, but first thoughts and impressions. You see? Okay. 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 Because I did keep a little bit of a game where, because my brother was showing me about oh. how it's virtual. Oh, the board. You saw the board. You can, people, you can see the people on their computer screens in the crowd. It looks so weird. It's, I think it's, I think that's actually pretty dope, though. To be honest it's with dope, you, dope. But I I feel like I feel like like I said before, um, I feel like you're really gonna have to really pump yourself up because I know sometimes, especially me being an athlete. In the past, you really get pumped up off the crowd, and you know, so I'm pretty sure you're going. They're gonna have to find. They, it's like they playing pickup. To be honest, like ain't nobody yeah. watching us for real, for real to hype us up. We can't hear the fans screaming. We can't I will, hear. Them. I will say though, I think that watching it from home still looks the exact same. Mm-hmm. Like it from like from a, a viewing standpoint, I don't see the fans right, but like it definitely still looks pretty much the yeah. same. Yeah, it's. I don't think that there's too much difference as far as the presentation is concerned. Uh, but shout out to all the other teams, man. Um, I know, I think we are two and one in the bubble or something like that right now since the season started. And I think that we yesterday clinched the number one seed as a Lake Show. So shout out to that. We're getting ready to get into the playoffs here very soon. And um, the NBA is the one sport that's working. Uh, zero Corona positive test in the bubble so that is a plus and let's not talk about the shit show that is the nfl and college football that is just acting like a bunch of dummies but um shout out to sports for whatever that is and yeah 
Let's go ahead and guess up the whip real quick. Sierra Danielle, who you want to guess up? I want to guess up to Maine. Um, just because I really, I really, really, I loved Don't Trip, but I really love this. And I can tell that he really put a lot of hard work into this. And it's just, I've known Tamane, and been, he's been like my brother since, since like 2015. And just to see his growth from the moment that I met him to now, like his work ethic is just just immaculate and I can definitely tell in his in his music and it's just it's beautiful to see my man just be successful and my brother so it's just like you know shout out to you Tamane uh shout out to Tamane you know like I said at the beginning of the show such a good friend to the show definitely a dope lyricist and artist so we definitely how many times has he been on the show twice now he's only been on the show just once once? yeah just once really Mm -hmm. Mm yeah it's if for the push to start trivia, the fun fact, there has been, this is episode 119. There have been, there's only one episode in which Sierra has not been a part of, out of that 118. And then was that the main episode. So trivia fun fact, trivia fun fact for you push. That is very true. For you push to start nerds out there that are keeping score of those types of things. <laughs> but uh famous man, who you wanna guess up? Um, I'm gonna guess up Granite Street. You know who you are. We had a great mm-hmm. time this weekend, as always. Um but it's it's yeah. always good to be around uh yeah. you know, your your peoples. So I had a good time this weekend. We stayed safe, still corona free, you know. Yeah. But shout out to Granite Street. Uh Y'all warned my soul the night that it was the three-year anniversary of us departuring Granite Street. And for those also pushed to start nerds that have listened to this podcast faithfully over the years, you know that me and Calvin uh, had many great nights at that place called Granite Street. And uh, there was, I think that there was some greatness that exuded from those times that still come to fruition today. And, uh, you know... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Granite. I miss y'all, man. For real, for real. We have to make an actual, actual Granite Street connection, though. Like an actual, like the ones that was there at the night that we left type of connection. But um, who do I want to gas up? I am kind of like all over the place with my gas ups, and my computer just freaked me out because my email just came up. But um, I want to gas up, man. My, I just want to guess up my family, man. Shout out to my little sister. She getting ready to move to Maryland next weekend. That's a big transition for her. You taking her, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We going up there. And what part um, of Maryland is she moving to? She's moving to Columbia, Maryland. Columbia. Is that here? You know. Uh, it is forty minutes outside of DC. Oh, that's so, Yeah, so we're gonna shoot up there, help her move, and then um, I'm actually gonna be shooting to DC to take care of some business with Maya uh, on Sunday. So uh, I'll be linking up with the homie Maya. If you don't know, Make America Chop Again series. Shout out to Push to Start. And yeah, so shout out to Olivia. Love you. And uh, let's go ahead and gas up the whip, man. Or let's go ahead and start the car. Excuse me. Uh, See you there. No, I haven't. And smoke. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Neither. Neither. Just tired. That's all. I'm just tired. That's it. 
Are y'all, uh, before, before I go, are y'all still doing the on and off? When we go on, when we go off? No, uh, so they are, they're not, but they are going to be doing a reeval on September 7th. And I believe at the time that they do the reeval is when we will go back to that model. Because they, they like that. Well, it's not that they like it, but I think Corona is forcing their hand to do so. Yeah, it ain't like, mm-hmm. yeah, because I think I think when they do that reeval on September seventh, it's gonna be a lot worse than I ain't gonna say a what lot. What it worse, was but, before, but yeah, and so and yeah, I, like I, I, I can I can talk I can talk to you off the mic about some behind the scenes stuff, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna do my well. I can't not do my intro. I always do my intro. Ooh, ladies first. Yeah. First. Yeah. No. No, still no. I tried. You know, it's okay. <laughs> what up, everybody? It's your girl, Sierra Danielle. And today, I went viral again. And I think mm. that me and Cal are just these, you know, I don't, has Nick ever went viral, Calvin? No. Not yet. Drop the sex tape, Nick. There you go. Yeah, one he can't find. Hey, listen. One he can't find. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all something. The day that I go viral, uh, it will be the day that I've, I've made like, it, it'll be the day I made a million dollars. Believe that. Believe that. I'll make, I'll, I'll make a million dollars off my viral tweet. I promise you that. Believe that. You heard it here first on the Police Star Podcast. (laughs) Believe it. So, um, I was on Twitter this morning, uh. Well, this afternoon, and my boy Jarrell, shout out to Jarrell, he tweeted, I'm dead giving myself a few more months at this job, and I gots to go. <laughs> so then I quoted it and was like, if millennials do nothing else, we damn sure gonna leave a job we don't like. And I'm now sitting at 14.6K retweets and 47.6K likes. And the responses that I have been getting, like, I'll, I quit my job, won't, I'll leave them on my break and won't come back. And I look for jobs but, um, when I'm at work. Like, I look yeah. for a new job, which I have done before. Have either of you looked for a new job at your job? Yeah, I do that every day. Yeah, I do that every day. Yeah. yeah. That don't mean I'm going to leave tomorrow, but I do that every day. Okay. So I really wanted to talk about this I, I think it's really the millennials because I've, it's not just, you know, you guys and this, this, I wasn't expecting to go viral, but I was expecting to get a lot of people to agree because I feel like that's the culture within the millennials. Like we don't like staying somewhere. If, if a job really stresses us out or if we don't like it, we get a job, we don't like it, we'll leave. You know, we don't have no problem putting in our notices or finding a job and letting them know or just letting them know, hey, this ain't working for me. I'm going to find something that works for me. But you have our grandparents, excuse me, and our parents who've been at the job 20 plus years. My mom works at Blue Cross Blue Shield and she's been there since freaking 98. And she's just been there. My dad's been driving trucks for since I was six years old and I'm 26. And, you know, they don't really they they suffer through their, their jobs if they don't like it it's okay it's my it's a secure job we just gonna rock this shit out but i wanted to talk to y'all about like why do you think that is like what do you think happened within the millennial age that caused us to be this way like i don't like this i'm leaving bye like you know because because we some spoiled because we some spoiled ass brats i don't think it has anything to do with being spoiled 
Yeah, it, it, it is 100% has everything to do with instant gratification. We, you cannot sit here and tell me, but you cannot sit here and tell me that we are not the instant gratification generation. We, and it's not our fault. It's not, it's it's not our, it's it's not our fault. We, they, they created a system which allowed us to be viewed and have this idea that the moment we don't like something, we can move on. Like they, so it's not, it's not like. It's not like it's on us. It, it is because yo, what other reason is it that like they be like, all right, man, fuck this shit, bro. I, my manager pissed me off today. Don't like this job. It could right. be that a job you really don't like. Why should? Why right, I don't we, think it has anything to do with instant gratification. It has everything. I think to do that with millennials want yeah. to. I feel like millennials want to love what they do. They want to go to work and actually like their job and not just get up and hate that yeah, shit. But okay, but we're not, okay, so, but that's my conversation in regards to what type of jobs are we talking about? Because yes, to get up and leave and Burger King part-time, but, I, that, but that's what I'm saying, like to get up and leave Burger King part-time, leaving on your lunch break and not come back, okay, nobody's gonna, you know, snark an eye at that. But if, yes, if you snark get into- Snark an eye. All right, whatever, whatever. If you get into a career field of your choice and you end up being there and you don't like it, by all means, dip. That's not. But that's what I'm talking about. Right. But what I'm saying to you is the reason we have that mentality is because we have been afforded this time all our lives that it has been instant gratification from the moment we got wind of the Internet, uh, instant messaging. Amazon Prime, fucking texting, like all this shit. No, all this, no, our mentality. I'm trying to tell you, it's nigga. You but can what, no, no. See, 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 my nigga, 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 my nigga. The you can order a damn pencil right now, and that motherfucker will be at your doorstep in 40 minutes. Oh, and and it's across the globe. And it's across the globe. That is insane. And that is the mentality. What does we, that have to do with leaving a job you don't like? It has everything to do with it because the reason you're leaving your job is because you don't like what your job is at that moment. And you think- But that has nothing to do with instant gratification. You yeah. should like what you do. Yeah, Where do okay. we get this ideology that you have to suffer through a job you don't like? I, I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to let Calvin go. So I think this is what it is here. I think that our generation is way more willing to take risk than our previous generation. The reason why I say that is because when somebody like my dad or my mom, who has been with the same business and company for 20 plus years, stayed there, it's because they were looking after the safety of the family, right? Where they were, you know, the comfortability level of having a job and not having to go search for one again, it's scary, Right. So if you have something that that, you know, can be consistent and that, you know, will, you know, can get, continue to give you revenue. Why? Why stray away from that? Right. For our generation, I think that we're more risk takers in the sense of if you think about the entrepreneurial rate in our generation, I mean, it's crazy. It's astronomical as opposed to our parents. Right. And it's because we're okay with taking some of those risks to be somebody, to be something different than what our parents were or to have a different, a different outline of our life. But I also think it's because our generation is our busybodies. We don't like to stay in one place too long, to be honest. I mean, if I think about how many times I've moved 
since I've been in Greensboro, it's been like six or seven times. My parents have been in the same house ever since they came from North Carolina. So like, I think, I think our generation is just too, well, I'm not going to say too, but we are very, we're like movers. We like to be busy. We like to, we like change. We like adapting to new things. Certain um, people. Don't think, they, you don't think our previous generation is, is no, 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 like no. That. There, there are certain, there are certain people that are like that. There are certain people that are like that. I don't think like it's that, the same. Yeah, I don't think it's the same either. I, I, I want to go back to Calvin's point, though. The risk part. You're saying that the previous generation did not want to take the risk. Well, the difference between their generation and our generation is that there weren't as many risks to take. We have more risk to take. We have more opportunity to take risk because there are more things for us to do to take risk at. You so have, you're, holding up, you're holding up something in your hand right now. What is that, Sierra? It's a phone. You have a million dollars worth of investment in, 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 in equity in, that, in what you're holding in your hand right now that our parents did not. Which, which you're right, it gives us that opportunity, but it also gives us the affordability to look at a situation and say, yes, we can move on. But I don't necessarily think that it's like, I mean, yeah, like we get up and move, but I just think it's more a byproduct of what they created. Somebody had a really good response. He said, I always thought this was interesting. If millennials have less assets and debt, like new cars and furniture financing, hold off on children, therefore have no daycare or child rearing costs, then they can basically tell capitalism to fuck off and I can go wherever the fuck I want. I which mean, which makes sense. We don't have nothing tying us down because a lot of us- Some of us, <laughs> some of us, some I of us. Because like there, like there are a lot of us that do have things holding us down. But I feel like the majority of us, where- I won't even say the majority. I would just say a lot. I mean, uh. Okay, I'll, I might give you that one. But a lot of us don't have children. We don't have, like they said, we don't have anything holding us down. We don't have, we have that luxury to say, this does not work for me. Or you might, for me personally, I did that last year. I worked, I worked for a job. And, you know, when I got the job, I needed it. It was, a, it was a clutch bag that was secured. And after about a year, I was like, a year and a half, I was like, this does not work for me anymore. Like, I was in a work environment that was not conducive to my mental, to my mental health, to my, like, it was just stressful. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, I get you paying me, but I can go find a job that pays me more, that the environment is a better work environment. Because that stuff plays a part. And me personally, I don't feel that I should have to suffer through a job because there was a prime example. There was women on the job that I worked that had been there for decades and they complain about the job every single day about how much the job is stressful, about how much the job is this. They feel like they don't get paid enough. They overworked, underpaid, blah, blah, blah. You complain about this job every day, but you've been at this job for 30 plus years and you chose to suffer through that. For the sake of security and having something later on in life that you yeah. can, that can pay you back. I don't believe in wasting 30 plus years of my life at a job that treats me like crap. I, I don't think that that I, I definitely don't um, disagree with you on that take. Uh, I just want when we have this conversation, because ultimately the pushback isn't necessarily coming. When you start talking to our peers, we understand that and we get that. The difference is, is when we start having conversations with people who don't understand that, which would be the generation. Which would be before. our parents. 
Right. Well, that was a lot of that was a lot of the feedback I got too. Like my mom hates this about me. Like I'll just leave a job, but my dad always says that. Right. But when but again, when you start having that conversation with them, you just have to understand that guys, we did not become this way just out of nowhere. It wasn't just because oh, this millennial group is just a different type of people. Because I mean, we're not different. We just have different access to different things. Like we have, we have, we had more access to information than anybody else on the planet before us. Like, and that's it. The fact that they were limited to information, they may have been in the same position as us being like, yo, fuck this. I'm not staying in this job for 30 damn years when I could, when I know that there's opportunity potentially to do this job that I like out in Timbuktu or wherever the case may be. It's just the fact that we had access to the information that says it is not good for our mental health, our wealth, our well-being to be in these positions so we can dip and it's again i don't think it's so much that we're different it's just that again they have to understand that they created us in this way like i they, feel like a lot of us are seeing that and it's like i don't want that for myself like mm-hmm. you go to work you come home and you hate what you do i feel like a lot of us saw our parents grow tired and be like that we know our parents don't like their jobs but they go every single day and i we can i feel like a lot of us can see how miserable some of our parents are. And I'm like, see, I don't want I, that for myself. And see, my, I'm, I'm a little bit different because the, the job that my parents are in, um, my dad has retired once and came back into another job. And then my mom's been working the same job for the same amount of time, probably since I've been born. She's been doing the same position. The difference is I don't necessarily see the tiredness of it until now, but I think it's because it did reap benefits that they saw beneficial in the long run. But also... If you think about it, some of our parents ha- had careers that they enjoyed. Some of the shit that we be picking up, we don't enjoy doing. Right, exactly. And but and see, that's my thing too. It's like, then, well, what? Ha- All right, so are we gonna have a like? Are we gonna have the same mentality? Because I feel like we're literally at a stage right now as young millennials where we're talking about the jobs that we really don't give a fuck about. Like we're talking about jobs that, like, yeah, like. Now, granted, I don't think any of my friends are going to be in positions where they are in a job for 30 plus years. I don't I don't have a friend that's going to be at a job for 30 years. I can't name one. I don't know one. But again, I just think it's just based off of now. That's not to say. If one of you two niggas right now told me tomorrow that a huge, big ass corporation just picked up your bag and offered you the bag. And you signed on, and you making Buku's amount of money, and you happy? I, 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 I would assume that you stay at that job for a little while, as opposed to like just dip out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Why are y'all looking at me like that? I, I thought you was gonna respond. My fault. I thought I thought you was gonna respond. Yeah. Was looking yeah, at y'all you guys, like. You guys, you guys <laughs> You guys are weird. I will say I'm a little pissed because uh, we just lost to the Thunder uh, just now. Breaking Who lost? Down. Got y'all ass Lakers. beat. Yeah, we did. Um, but anyway, I'm a Lakers guy. Y'all lost to the Thunder? Yeah, we did. Yeah, but it's no, 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 no big news. No big news. Um, but anyway, uh, final takes on the millennials leaving jobs. Sierra going viral. Final take. Hey, if you don't like that job leave but don't be dumb you know my dad always told me don't leave a job unless you got another one 
So but if you don't like your job, whoa, 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 Wait, 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 wait. I take that back. The last time I did, I didn't have a job to go to. The last time I did, I didn't have a job to go to. Okay. But I was all right. But I went back to I went back to a job that I knew I was gonna have. So I wasn't really worried. But I'm saying but also that goes against the viral tweet then. You can't say, oh well, uh leave. If I don't like a job, then leave. That doesn't go against what I said. No, but you just said you gotta leave today. Okay. But But you can be smart about how you leave. I'm just saying the, the the way the tweet is toned is hey if if I have a bad if day today one thing I'm if a, it's one thing millennials are gonna do they're gonna leave a job they don't like I didn't say leave right then and there you can be smart about how you leave okay like you okay. you you looking yeah. up jobs while you at work that's a smart way to leave I am I am and I and I will and I will kiss the baby on them niggas as soon as that as soon as I get that accept I will kiss the baby on these days but uh, Calvin final take. Just put, just put your two weeks on. Be, yeah, be, yeah. be good about yeah. leaving. Just don't fucking. Doesn't quit. that affect you? Like if the, if like a job, like if they called, can they tell them that you just left? Yeah. Can and, they do what now? Oh yeah, they can. Oh yeah, that's a fact. And that's the thing fact. is, I think that a lot of people that we're talking about millennials, they do that shit. They'll just up and leave, not give it two weeks notice, and that shit looks bad going forward. Especially if you got a history of doing that too. Man, shout out to the people that just be leaving their job. Man, I had a friend. I'm not gonna say their name. All right, okay. and before before we continue, <laughs> this <laughs> I had a friend who was working at a very famous fast food restaurant, and they as soon as you walk in, they greet you with the same. So I'll just leave it up to y'all imagination of what restaurant that or what chain that is. They greet you with a what? They greet you with the same every time they you walk in. They say. Da, 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 da. Don't say it if you don't know what I'm talking about. But I know <laughs> yeah, I had a friend who was working there <laughs> who got pissed at a customer and the manager at the same time and walked out by putting their hands in the daggone the food trays and, and throwing and throwing that shit out every which way and said, Fuck this shit. I'm out of here. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I know this person? You do. You do. Can we talk about this off the air? Because I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. Yo, it was. I'm, and I'm not even lying to y'all. I'm not even lying. But um, <laughs> wait, have y'all ever gone out at a job, gangster? Have y'all ever like? Have y'all ever went out in a very like a gangster ass way? I just stopped going to McDonald's. It wasn't really gangster. Yeah. It just I just stopped stopped going. I didn't put it two weeks in or nothing. I just stopped. All right, man. Well, listen, we do that every single week here. And again, shout out to all the millennials that listen to this podcast. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about this. Uh, Let's go ahead and switch it up to Road Rage with Mr. Famous, bro. What's good? What's popping? What's popping? It's your boy Famous on another Road Rage segment. Um, Nothing crazy happened on the road today other than the fact that when I was driving here on my way to do the podcast, bro, it was storming so bad. So y'all be safe out here during this tropical storm shit. Because it's a little OD right now. But this week on Road Rage, I wanted to talk about a hypothetical scenario, okay? Um, I like hypotheticals. And just something to kind of wrap your brain around. So we all, you know, have been to college, had that freshman year, blah, blah, blah. And I think going into college, we were very fresh. We didn't know a lot (laughs) about life, about Mm -hmm. schooling and stuff like that, right? 
My question to y'all is this. If you could change one thing going into your freshman year of college, right, just anything, it could be whatever you would want it to be. If you could change one thing, what would that thing be and why? Um, Because I think going into college, like I said, we didn't know what what college was going to hold for us or what like lifestyle that would be because it's completely different than high school. But what's one thing that you guys would change going into your freshman year of college if you could do it all over again? I would not have went to the school I went to. I would have came to UNCG like I had intended to. Mm. Oh, because you transferred, that's right. Yeah, I transferred in. And I would not have came to college with a boyfriend. You were trying to thought, huh? Oh. No, I wasn't trying to thought, but I would That's I would sound like to me, don't it to him? <laughs> Break no. up your man before college? <laughs> no, because you just because of it. everything I feel like at the same time. What? I said, it ain't got nothing to do with that. Just the person I was dating and just the person I was dating in college just wasn't healthy for me. So um, I would have been better off being single. You know, I would actually uh, co-sign on that one because uh, that was a terrible decision. But you know what? Hey, wait, both of y'all went into freshman years in relationships. I had a boyfriend the whole first three years of college. I want to say right now on record, and this is for everyone. You didn't know that. Whole, Nigga, no. <laughs> this is for the whole world. I mean, you've known me for like how many years? Like five, six you've years, never, maybe. You've never heard me say that on the podcast that I was in a relationship with the majority of college? No. I didn't I did go not. to my first club or house party until my senior year. Simply because of that fact. That's cap. You're capping, Sierra. I'm not. Sierra, you're cap. I'm when not. did you transfer to UNCG? I transferred to UNCG in 2014. So... Was that your junior year? That was my sophomore year. So I went to college from fall 2012 and spring 2013 was my freshman year. And I sat out. So end of 13, beginning of 14, I wasn't in school. And then I transferred it into UNCG and I started fall 14. And I didn't I didn't go to any clubs, any parties or anything until my junior year. The end of my you just said senior. The end of my junior year, beginning of senior year. Because I broke up with him the end of my junior year. This is uh, Nick coming to you here from the uh, Push Your Start podcast. And um, I want to go on record and just say this, man. You know, I did. I was thinking long and hard about this question that Calvin just posed. You sound really Sierra. low. And like low in a bad way? No, I think he was no, just trying to make it. I, I, I was trying effect. to make it. I was trying to make a dramatic effect. Sierra. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> but you're messing up my dramatic effect. Listen. The idea of going into a relationship into college, and I'm going to go into a bigger point. That was the most stupidest shit I could have ever did in my entire life. That was it. That, that is, that is, it's not, it's not top five. It might not even be top 10, but it's definitely cracking top 20 stupidest things I've ever done in my life. And, you know, kudos to that person. And you know, wish them nothing. Wish them nothing. Wish them nothing but kudos the best. To them. <laughs> kudos, kudos to them. Wish them nothing but the best. But I will say that is definitely one of the things I would change. But on a more serious tip, uh, I think understanding uh, that life is still going to be there for, like, for the things that you want to do. So I could have slowed down because when I go back and I think about that time, I it was super fast paced. 
Like, you know, I mean, it was moving. Life was moving at a million miles per hour. And if I just took a little bit more time to kind of hone in and get, you know, some more tunnel vision on my freshman year, I think the trajectory of things could have turned out just a tad bit different. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I, I changed it because I'm appreciative of what it, it, it taught me. Uh, but that if I had to go back, how many and co- something, college years were you in a relationship? Like in that room, the one you're talking about, how many years of your college did it take up? Oh man. So they're going to be, you know, multiple people will probably give you different numbers. <laughs> there will probably be different numbers thrown across the board. I would, I would say two and a half, maybe three. Now the other side would say four, five. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Hey guys, I'm a different man. We're going to get, we're actually going to talk about that at the end of the show, but no, I'm completely joking there. It's all jokes. Don't hey, comedy style for those that know what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, I was in, yeah, that, that was that, that was that. (laughs) Yeah. What about you, Calvin? Um, I think the, the one thing, that I wish I or that I I would have changed is one I would have saved more money. I think I spent entirely way too much money my freshman year in college. If you um, could give an estimate, how much money do you think you spent your freshman year? I don't know, cause money Dang. looks different in college, cause I had my refund check too. Yeah, money looked different definitely my freshman year too. That that money was different with no responsibilities for real for real. Yeah, I I can't really tell you, Sierra. I don't even have an estimate honestly. But I, I know I spent a lot of money. A hundred thousand. Two hundred occasions. Yeah. Yeah. Um that I think that Hey, hey, real talk before you continue, do niggas think they've touched a hundred thousand over the year? Over their life? In my life? Yeah. Like, Hell like in, yeah. Okay. I just want okay. Right, you have to. No, I know, I know. I'm, I just wanted to see. I just wanted to see if that where, where the ball was at with that. But yeah, yeah. yeah um, <laughs> what else would I change? Oh, um, I think that I think that I did appreciate where I went to school. To be honest, um, mm-hmm. so I didn't have a problem with that. I think that I would have changed my outlook on roommate situations going into school. Mm-hmm. Because so my freshman year roommate, I was trying to live with my uh, best friend, John, and I wasn't able to because I did all my shit late. And I ended up having this dude named Ali. He was stank. He was trash. How you, this just this sound like you. How are you turning your shit late? Hey, life, like a nigga. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was supposed right. to turn it in on Thursday, and I was on Saturday. Like, hey, can y'all still take this application? <laughs> they was no. like, nah, nigga. They was like, no. you have to wait till next semester. So because of that, I had to have a random roommate, didn't get the dorm room I wanted or anything like that. So that taught me a lot of shit about being prepared for college. But yeah, by the time that I did start living with John, it was the worst fucking roommate I've ever had. Oh, God. And that's my yeah. nigga. And I told him, I was like, I'll never live with you again. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I quite literally. So like, if you have a best friend or a very good friend that you're going to school with, do not live with them. I promise you that shit is not going to work. It's mm. not. It's just. It's not. It's not good. So I wish I would have known that. Um, and I think I wish I would have explored more at UNCG that freshman year. I explored a lot, but I feel like I still didn't take advantage of all the possibilities I could have done. 
out of During resources. That time. Right. Yeah. And I think so that if, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say I think if I did, I would have I would have um I would have had in my opinion opinion an even bigger impact at the gym. Yeah. yeah. So what was Sierra uh and Calvin are both uh y'all are Greek, right? Y'all both in the Greek life. What? Y'all in Greek life, right? Both? I'm in a business fraternity. Oh, business fraternity. Okay, my bad. <laughs> shout out to shout out to the business fraternity out there. The, what's the name of the business fraternity? Alpha Kappa Psi. Which I'll be which I'll be saying. Alpha Cap which I'll be saying to Alpha Kappa Psi. Can I say it? <laughs> Can I say it? Yeah, no? there's something wrong with that. <laughs> there's something big wrong with Yo, no, no, because niggas don't want me to tell the story about Calvin. Anyway, but anyway. Uh, I, niggas, don't, niggas don't want me to tell the story about Calvin. I'll just, yeah, another another topic for another day. But Calvin, I want to go into the uh, Greek life because at what point in time during college was that an idea for you? And do you do you still do you still view it the same? Or is it different now? Or um, what? I'm gonna tell y'all a funny story too. Y'all can't judge me off of this. You gotta say that right now. You won't judge me. Off of I won't this. judge you. <laughs> so I ne- neither one of my parents went to college, so I didn't know anything about Greek life in general, right? Yeah. And so um, when I was like on campus and stuff, I would see people with their letters and all that. Just like, oh, that's cool, you know, whatever. Yeah. And <laughs> it was one point in time. Where my freshman year, I was with my boy John. We was walking from the calf, and I saw some Kappas. Yeah, it was like three of them just walking. They had their letters on the canes, da da da. And like I legit walked up to him. I was like, "Yo, how y'all get down?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> not knowing shit, not knowing the damn thing. Not knowing the fuck it. These niggas looked at me like, "Huh?" It was like, <laughs> "What <laughs> you said?" <laughs> And then I was like, Yo. I was like, I mean, like, you know, like, how, you know, how do you, how do you get letters? Yeah. <laughs> and then niggas was like, hey, hey, like, you can't be hey. asking that out here. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 yo. So that is OD. That's I OD. Think, I think also one thing I would have done freshman year, and granted, I didn't cross until late sophomore year, is I would have done some more research on organizations. Because mm. I think if I would have known, I would have prepared myself even more than it, than I was prepared. But no, nah, it was, you know, I, I think college was a great experience. I think there was yeah. a lot of stuff that I learned afterwards that I'm like, if I would have started some of these practices or changed some stuff about my life freshman yeah. year, it would have made everything else a lot easier. Uh, it's so funny that you guys bring this up. Uh, you guys know in my profession that I work in, I see a lot of different people. And funny enough, today I worked with two young ladies who will be entering into their freshman year at Chapel Hill. Uh, so I won't say their names, but uh, it's funny that we're having this conversation because the advice that we can give to those individuals that may be entering into their freshman year of college, some of the do's and the don'ts, and I think we've started off in a very positive way. I think right now, to all my ladies and my gentlemen out there uh, that are in great high school relationships that think they're going to get married and all that, that shit is dead. What? <laughs> that, shit, no. <laughs> that, shit, that, that shit is dead. Okay? Don't listen to this you nigga, y'all. I'm going to tell you right you now, say, Lil say Susie that one more and Jesse, that's, uh, what'd you say, Sarah? Say that one more time. 
the people right now, all my freshmen, and I know you hear me, and I know you're listening, and I know you want, I know, I know you're looking for the advice from Big Brother Cal, Uncle Toon, and Auntie Cece. But listen, leave that woman and leave that man. <laughs> leave that woman and leave that man. You cannot listen, be telling them that. <laughs> I can, I can be telling them that because we are gonna keep it a buck. This is push to start. We keep it hundred. We we got premium gas in the tank. We don't keep it. It ain't unleaded. You know what I'm saying? It's premium, it's premium gas in the tank. Uh, what is another don't for your freshman year? Calvin gave don't live in with your best friend. Uh, Sierra was was more so making sure you make the right choice, which I guess you won't know until you get on camera. I had a white roommate my freshman year, and I'm pretty sure she was racist. Mm. Damn. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, shout out to that was the year. Just- that was the year Obama beat Mitt Romney, too. <laughs> Oh, and I came back after election night. Ooh, yeah. yeah I didn't say it. I didn't say it at the at the um in my room election Ooh, night. Being be in college during an election, boy. When Trump so, won the first time. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but listen, uh, there are a lot of incoming freshmen. I want to say shout out to all the high school graduates out there that are going into this upcoming fall semester in a very different different time than the three of us did, because y'all are going into this pretty blind. Yeah. Uh, you're going to you're going to have virtual classes. I don't even know what to say to instruct you on how to navigate this time, because you guys really are going to miss out on an opportunity that is just so cherished, which is your first semester of college away from mom and dad on campus to experience football games and a homecoming and all that. And I hope that that gets better for you moving forward. You guys are going to be the class of 2024, hopefully, some of y'all 2028. But, you know, it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. All right. And uh, and we'll go from there. Final takes on the uh, freshman changing of the guards. Just enjoy yourself, man. Enjoy yeah. yourself. Don't. Yeah, don't don't, don't be afraid too, too much. to do the things that you want to do. Yeah. If that's crack, try it. If it's like, crack. Hey, if it's crack, if it's cocaine, you You smoke crack, don't you? (laughs) You smoke crack, don't. Hey, if you get a a shot uh, offered to you and you're underage, because a lot of you are 18. If you're 21 and just graduating high school, uh, you shouldn't be on a college campus right now, because you you shouldn't be on a college (laughs) campus right now. But all of you 18 year olds out there that are gonna be getting lit for the very first time. At, and some of you guys are probably going to be caught in a trap because some of y'all are probably still going to be at home and be messing around with your college, uh, messing around with your high school buddies that wasn't even going to college anyway. But you still got to take, you still got to be on these virtual classrooms. So don't get your ass in trouble doing that either. So, hey man, listen, we do that every single week here on the Push to Start podcast, man. It is tuned with the final topic of the evening, and it kind of falls on. I, we we've kind of had similar talk tonight in regards to who we're catering this conversation to, and I don't really have a inception of where I stemmed this idea from, but it really just comes from the idea of. We all talked about our freshman year personality, right? We all know who we were as a freshman, and Calvin may have done some things that regrettably he wishes he would. Same with Sierra. And there may be people who view you in a way in which is not favorable, right? You may have done something to somebody or somebody has a perception of you in this way and only knows you in this light, but doesn't understand the growth you hear me? When I said you hear the you hear the umph of my voice, the growth 
that you may have had as a person. So how do you how do you navigate people's perception of you that is one way, right, versus who you are right now? Do you just say, F it, they don't matter. Their perception of me, it, it just, it, I don't care what they think. Do you, I mean, what is it that, how do you navigate the old you version versus, you know, you becoming a better person? Okay. If, so I have a couple points happening. on this. So a lot of the people who knew me 10 years ago, five years ago, six, 10, five to 10 years ago, I don't really hang out with them anymore. So one, to me, their opinion does not matter. Mm -hmm. Um, I spent a lot of years worried about what people thought of me and I hope they don't think that I'm this way. And I hope, but it really took, it took me a while, but I really had to get to the point. It's like, you know what? I don't care. Like if you knew me 10 years ago, you don't even know me at all anymore. If you knew me five years ago, you don't know me at all right now. So Shit, what I wouldn't you, even argue a year. God true. Now nah, that's dead ass, bro. That's dead that's, ass. That's, that is for real. You should Yo, be growing. You should be growing in some way, shape or form every single year. You should be so, in, in some capacity. If you've been the same for the past Yo, year, plus, I hate Calvin Smirk on his face. Right, I hate this nigga. But, I'm gonna let y'all. I'm gonna let y'all go. No, 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 no. I don't like that. No, I don't like that. I don't like the way Calvin said that. But a decade ago, <laughs> like, I wasn't the same person. I spent, like I said, I spent a lot of time worried about what people thought of me. And at this yeah. point, the people who matter, like they know me. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I have friends that have known me for ten years, five years, and have seen the growth. And that, of course, makes our friendship stronger. But at the same time, it's just like if you if you think that you can hold me to a standard of myself that I let go over a decade ago, you need to let it go. Why are you worried about how I was 10 years ago? Are you still the same person that you were 10 years ago? Have you changed? Have you grown? Why are you worried about me? One, two, I don't care. I don't care. I did I I never was a person that like I wasn't. Like, I didn't have a bad reputation. I didn't treat people mean. I didn't. You sure you went out here thought and bopping? Never been a thought. Never been a hoe. So I ain't even worried about that. But, like, mm, I really don't yeah. care. Like, what can you what, what can you say? Like, what what can you, like, there's really nothing. Like, what do you, I don't even know why we would be have, even having a conversation about the person I was 10 years ago. Like, why does that matter? It was 10 years ago. Calvin? <laughs> yeah, go um, Calvin. I'm interested to see what Calvin says. So so first off, I think that I, I do agree. I think people should get over your past, um, especially seeing as how people are, are constantly changing. Um, there are some lasting impressions, though, that uh, will probably carry with you forever. <laughs> so it, it don't really matter. It don't really matter if it's 10 to 15 years down the road, my nigga. Like, if you did some fucked up shit, niggas are going to remember that shit. Like, it's, you know, like you, you can't just say, oh, that nigga Hitler killed all them people years ago. We just got to forget that shit. Nah, nah, right? That's why I said I ain't done nothing bad or done nothing mean. And, or and so it's, I'm speaking of tune, then. Cause I know Tune has the this fuck shit too, <laughs> and if so, I mean I, the perception of other people would matter to me if we're still involved. 
right? If 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 I had done something to somebody and ten years later we're still involved in some capacity, I would I would want them to know that I'm a changed person, right? Yeah. But what I won't do is kiss your ass for you to know it. Like yeah. I'll I, you know I'll show you that I'm a better person. You can see it however you want to see it. But I mean it, it ain't down talking some people. I have some exes who probably would still to this day, no matter what I do right, yeah, would still say, "Oh no, nah, that nigga ain't ain't he ain't it." And yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. My goal is not to prove them wrong. My goal mm-hmm. at that point is to let it go because I mean it's like, yeah. I mean I, I don't deal with you anymore anyway. So I mean, what's the point of me trying to impress you? But like I said, there are some things that I I don't expect niggas to get over, right? Like if a girl was a hoe. No, I mean, no, it's not that. I mean, just like there's things that you've done in your life that people will not forget. They'll just not, they'll never forget that. Like what? Like, do you think the girls that that, that uh, you mistreated are ever going to think that think of you outside of that? Nah. No. no. Nah. Yeah. And that's, that's a lasting yeah, nah. impression. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean by those yeah. last questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the There's same. There's some girls out here that's gonna hate y'all forever, ain't it? Yeah, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, right, I'm not with them. Yeah, and and, and so and, and so and, and to piggyback off of what Calvin says, I completely one thousand percent agree with him. I think the thing that you have to do in those instances is if you are a person that feels like the perception of people may matter versus what you did in the past. One, you have to. You have to. Uh, one, evaluate who's in your circle. That's number one. Because I think when you evaluate who's in your circle, those people can then really check you on what you were in the past. The honest, the most honest person or one of the most honest people in my life that's been there for a very long time is Miss Deanna Joyce. All right. Now, Deanna knows every little bit of fuck shit your boy done did. Right. And knows every bit, every knows every piece and will check me to this day on all the little fuck shit that I did in the past, right? But can also acknowledge when they see growth in an individual. Uh, and so, like Calvin said, my nigga, you still going to get checked on that bullshit you did. Uh, no matter how long hey, ago it was. Th- yeah, no matter how long. It could be 5, 10, 15 years from now. But again, even if it was just like, like for example, because you can grow in a like a year. Like, I- I'll, t- I'll tell you this much right now. Would you, there has a, there has a lot happened in the year for all of y'all in this past year that has, that has significantly shown growth within y'all's personal life. Correct. Mm-hmm. That some would even argue that there has been growth in your professional life. Correct. Mm-hmm. Some would say that there's been growth in your emotional capacity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that all those things are just a byproduct. Now, some may take longer than others. All right. Sometimes you may have to take. And that's the other thing, too. It's almost like how long do you give an individual the opportunity to grow before you say, fuck it, I'm not. I'm, I'm just over this person and, and their ways. If you because because if, if you're a person that's on a continue and, and, you know, it's not like a don't look back at a person or you looking down on somebody, but you know, you guys, Calvin included, Sierra, you guys are growing in your life, right? You are not the same person you were a year ago. And that has been a continual evolution over your life. 
Now, there have been some stagnant years. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> hey, there have been, been a year or two where some stagnicity has happened. But overall, stagnicity. <laughs> but overall, you have seen growth within yourself. So how do you, you know, for somebody that may not be growing with you, I think we may have had this conversation in the past. Uh, you know, do you check them on the spot? Or how long do you keep them along, you know, for the ride if they aren't growing? I mean, or do you even check? Or, or do you even? Or do you even check a person? It depends on what capacity you're dealing with the person. Like if you're in a relationship and you're growing, and you're dating a girl, or you or you're with a guy, or you know, and you're growing and you're seeking to be a better person, and they're stagnant and they're like one of those people that's like, why are you changing? Why are you trying to be different? Why are you trying to da 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 da? At that point, it's just like. I've been in that situation and ultimately had to cut the person loose because it's like, you're literally trying to stop me from doing things that I feel would better myself in that, in that instance. But if it's like my friend, I've had friendships where we just grew apart. Like I didn't fight it. Like if, like at first I could say I kind of fought it a little bit, but I got to a point where it was just like, this is something that I want to better myself. Who's going to stay is going to stay. Who's going to grow with me is going to grow with me. Who's going to encourage my growth is going to stay and remain in my life. And if you don't, then we're just going to end up growing apart. Like, I'm going to let it, let the chips fall where they fall. I'm not going to fight you to understand my growth because it's not for you to understand. And it's not for you to know why I do the things that I do. Because if I think it's going to make me better, then at the end of the day, if you really fuck with me, then that should matter. Like, if I think it's going to make me better, then you feel like, I feel like as my friend, as my dude, you should support that. Hmm. If you don't, eventually, if you if you, if the person if their person is supposedly along for the ride, if they aren't helping you grow, you guys are gonna grow apart, no matter how much you fight it. You know, one of the biggest growths that I could uh, I, well, Calvin, do you have anything to say to that? No, no, no. I, I think yeah. she summed it up pretty well. You, you you brought up a point about relationships. That's not a point that I was thinking about. But boy, when I tell you something, listen. Uh, if you want to talk about somebody starting from the from from hell and reaching a point of of bliss, you are not you are speaking to somebody that is what a direct testimony. Elaborate. Elaborate. Yeah. Hey, listen, my my relationship has not been the prettiest across the board. It's been knives and chopped up and thorns and arrows and and all types of shit. And I and and to be honest with you, I wouldn't recommend this shit to no. Body. Are you talking about the relationship history that you have? My no, the relationship I'm in now. No, oh, okay. Yeah, the relationship I'm in now, and it's one of those things where there has been growth. There has been significant growth within the relationship over the years that we've been together. This is going to be three years that we've been doing this thing, and it has not. And, it, and from where it started to where it is now, it's a completely. Di- it looks completely different, right? The, the the vibe is different. The energy is different. The the whole the whole movement is different. But if you were to take a snapshot of what it was in the first year and a half, you know, and that's what, and, and that's what you have. Hey, wouldn't recommend. <laughs> you, I, hey, I wouldn't recommend that shit to, no, I wouldn't recommend that shit to nobody. I wouldn't, re- right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that shit to nobody, but we here now. And, uh, hey, that's right. That's right. It's a blessing now. We, <laughs> <laughs> yeah been delivered you've been delivered boy. <laughs> we've been delivered man but listen i'm gonna go ahead and clap it up for the push Stop podcast man i gotta get the fuck up out of here uh to take care of a few things but before we do that what are we doing this weekend guys 
Um, I, I want to go visit my best friend Naima. Y'all know Naima's that's yeah. my, it's my little sister. Um, I wanted to go see her today, but I ended up having to work in Greensboro. Yeah. So uh, I think I'm gonna go down to Raleigh Saturday, hang out with her, chill out with her for a little bit. You going Dolo? Um, maybe. I, I'll see what each is doing. We we might stroll out there together. Um, I also have a wedding to shoot Friday. Okay. Yeah. Dope. Uh, Sierra, what you got planned for the weekend? Um, just some brand work. Um, revamping some stuff. And I might be going to coming to Greensboro because I'm trying to sort through my storage stuff. I'm probably gonna try to sell some stuff. Yeah. I have like a TV in there. I have. A desk, a bench, some kitchen, a lot of kitchen appliances and stuff. Oh, so girl, I think you better promote that. You better say when you when you gonna put that up on sale. You better promote that. There's people listening. I know. Um, be on the lookout for that. I'm going up there to see exactly what I have boxed up. Yeah. Um, I know for a fact I have like a fuzzy bench, like a cute fuzzy bench that I have for my vanity. I have yeah. that big vanity that I, you know, kind of redid and revamped. Yeah. Um, so I'm just gonna look through it and see. I'm debating if I want to sell my mattress and box spring, but it's a really good mattress, and I might just take it with me wherever I go. But that's dope. Yeah, just uh, trying to do some spring cleaning. Well, I would literally blow my brains out if I have to endure another girls' uh, weekend. I saw y'all had one last night. <laughs> I, I will literally blow my brains out. So uh, I think what I'm going to do is just get up with some of the homies and just kind of get away and just have some, you know what I'm saying? Some, some... Bro, let me know. I'm pulling up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, we going to stop all yeah, this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got, yeah, we got to, this, this shit is getting out of hand. Uh, this shit is getting out of hand. But hey, listeners, we love you. We appreciate you. Shout out to all the millennials out there. We love. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.